Hey, Lights, Camera, Barstool listeners, you can find us every Tuesday on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or YouTube. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Listen up, we've got some tea, and you all are going to be obsessed. We spoke with the Abercrombie team, and they told us that they were going to launch a wedding shop. Well, we lost it, because as you know, we are both getting ready to get Abercrombie and hitched. The whole vibe of Abercrombie these days is clothes you'd wear for a perfect long weekend, and all their customers were like, hey, we spend long weekends traveling for weddings these days, and then Abercrombie was like, we love that. Let us just give you everything you could ever possibly want and love to wear for all things wedding. So they did. It has everything. Tons of dresses, jumpsuits, pants, swimsuits, pajamas, pantsuits, and all perfectly curated for different events, bachelorettes, brunches, showers, ceremonies as a guest and ceremonies as a bride, reception, and even honeymoon. It is incredible. Check out the Abercrombie Wedding Shop on Abercrombie.com. Go shop it now. Before you start the podcast, make sure you scroll down to the description and click the link that says must have for podcast. It's going to be a picture that chronicles what Trill Bollins is about to experience during the podcast. You can go step by step as he builds his lunchable sandwich for the bet he lost over the weekend. Enjoy. To infinity and beyond. The Lord tells me he can get me out of this mess, but he's pretty sure you're fucked. Why you fail. You can't handle the truth. Maybe. Maybe not. Maybe fuck yourself. Say hello to my little friend. You'll shoot your eye out, kid. Say what again. Say what again. I dare you. I double dare you, motherfucker. Say what one more goddamn time. What we've got here is failure to communicate. You Roach. Well, we're going, we don't need roads. Are you not entertained? Are you not entertained? Geek in our son. Welcome to Lights, Camera, Barstool, episode 92. Jeff Lowe, Ken Jack, Trill Ballins. We are here, ready to go. Uh, we're reviewing bad times at the El Royale this week. We're doing some news and then uh, do some audience questions. We're going to do some rankings, but... I think we're going to push the rankings. I think we're going to rank shitty Halloween candy slash food next week. I feel like that'd be fun to do since, you know, tis the season. Um, yeah. So let's let's get right to the chase here. So yesterday, uh, which is Saturday, October 20th, 19th, 20th. 20th. Uh, Churl Ballins, uh, his, his favorite team, Purdue, was... <laughs> <laughs> facing off against Ohio State, number two team in the country, and Ken Jack, who, when was the last time you watched a full college football game? Probably like four years ago. Proclaimed in, in our group chat, Purdue is going to win, or something along those lines. Like, before the game even started. As yeah, like, before the, the there's no indication of what was going to happen. Um, And Trill said, what was, what was the exact... Let's, let's play I, the exact line. I, I think the exact I, line was, I, I will get all the varieties of Lunchables at Walmart and eat them on the podcast. Okay, and wrong. We're going to walk We're gonna walk that back. <clears throat> I, I, I was just like, I said, I will bet you a dollar that Purdue wins. It was just like a throwaway bet. And then you took it to the next level saying, 
I'll buy every Lunchable in Walmart right. and eat it. Okay. So, yeah, it was – Gerald said, God damn, OSU is going to spank Purdue. Kendrick said, I'll bet you a dollar OSU loses. And for some reason, all you had to say was, okay, a dollar on the game. You said, if they lose, I'll buy all the Lunchables at Walmart and eat as much as I can on the <laughs> So obviously it was hy- hyperbole, but I'm still somewhat of a man of my word. So <laughs> you did follow by saying it makes me th- sick thinking of it. <laughs> oh, it's so gross, dude! I was buying the Lunchables, and this like 50 year old woman was standing next to me buying actually deli meat, deli meat, and I felt like I was being judged for buying Lunchables. Um, I have four Lunchables. Yeah, yeah introduce them. I'd like to introduce the Lunchables. Uh, first off, uh, the tried and true and trusty. Uh, turkey and American cracker stacker. Yeah. This one has Oscar Mayer turkey, Kraft American cheese, crackers, Capri Sun, and then a Reese's peanut butter cup. This is pretty classic. This is a pretty classic Lunchable. Okay. Next on the Lunchable roster is the pizza, the extra cheesy pizza. They didn't have any of the pepperoni pizza. They're all out. Uh, but they had some of the extra cheesy pizza, Kraft cheese, pizza sauce, pizza crust. Capri Sun, and then Airheads, Blue Raspberry, and Cherry. Now, just one at Airhead. Um, the third weirdest one, I'll get to the last one, because the last one truly, truly makes me want to throw up in my mouth. Um, the Chicken Dunks, which we talked about before. Oh. These are these, <laughs> these are, uh, these are simply just breaded chicken nuggets with ketchup and a Capri Yum. Sun and Nerds. <laughs> that sounds uh, great. And, yeah. Um, now, they don't look all that bad, but I just think about eating cold chicken nuggets, which I'm sure I'm about to do. Kind of gross. The last one, and perhaps oh. the most disturbing one, is the Lunchables mini hot dogs. <laughs> mini hot dogs, folks. Folks, they are mini hot dogs made with chicken, pork, and beef. Mini hot dog buns are well, three. <laughs> ketchup with starch added, mustard. Of course, the Capri Sun and then a Hershey's bar. These are the four Lunchables. So I went from saying I was going to buy all the Lunchables in Walmart to buying four Lunchables. And now what we're going to do is you guys are going to direct me to make the most messed up concoction you can think of. Now, I'm going to open up the hot dog one first because I think this has to be the base of everything we do, right? <laughs> so so you're just going to eat one messed up concoction like conglomerate? Yeah, it can be as simple as taking the ketchup and putting it on the pizza crust, uh, and then putting the like three That's chicken nuggets on we're the gonna, pizza crust. Here, here's how here's how we're gonna do this. We have six news items. That's an even split for myself and Kenjack. Or Kenjack technically won the bet. You can do all six. Oh, After every news item, you add one piece to the puzzle. Oh, okay. so this is Started. this is not only a lunchable, but this is just a straight up room temperature lunchable. By the time we get <laughs> yeah, with you, you, I guess <laughs> which honestly might it might be better than <laughs> cold. So yeah, after each one, after one, two, three, four, five, and then after six, you make your last move, and then you make that you you eat ah. that food, and okay. I, and of course, of course, you're gonna have to take a photo of this so we can tweet out proof that this actually. Happened. I mean, he's not lying, but we're gonna have to see the the concoction so i guess get to thinking ken jack all right well you're gonna have to One start with the at pe- a time the, let me just tell you this as for a base you're gonna want to start with the pizza crust base yeah no that's, that's, that's definitely that, gonna be the number one that's gonna give you the most surface area to work from so what i'll do right now is i'll open up the pizza crust base i don't even have a plate here 
take a picture of it step by step too, so we can like see the start to finish product. Okay, so mm. gross. I mean, I'm sorry, Kraft. I love your products. Yeah, we love we love Lunchables. We love. Oh, it. oh you open it up, it fucking smells like deflating a basketball. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we can get started with news. Okay, I like. I just want to make sure they hear the ambient noise of that. Oh, <laughs> dude. See this pizza crust right here. <laughs> the, the fucking church, fucking church cracker. Okay, yeah. I'm I am using the Lunchables box as as my plate. As that's that's how you're supposed to do it. Um. Okay. So after this one, you'll can Jack. You'll make the next move. All right. Halloween, great at the box office. That's the first up on the news. We're going to be reviewing Halloween this week. We're going to be reviewing it with Jared Carabas, who's a massive Halloween fan. Oh. But, I'm pretty confident that he's going to be in Boston for the World Series. So we're going to figure out. He's going to come out for horror movies. I just don't know what the schedule is going to be like this week. Um, I think I think Tyler's in New York. Maybe we make Tyler go and see Halloween. It might be funny. Um, all right. Well, we'll think about that from here. But uh, Halloween has the second highest October October opening weekend in box office history. Absolute domination. Uh, people, for the most part, really like it. Ken, Jack, and I both saw it. Uh, I showed up late, which allowed me to not be able to comment on the next bit of news. We'll get to that in a second. But, uh, I mean, it made a lot of money. And I, I guess I'm I'm not shocked. And I'm also not shocked on the other end of the spectrum. That first man is not doing well at the box office. Right? That's not shocking, no. right? Not shocking at all. It's not it. It's not a it's not box office dynamite right there. I don't think that's yeah. surprising. No, and Jamie Lee Curtis tweeted today, okay, I'm going to boast for one post, which I feel like rhymes, kind of a weird way to phrase that. Biggest horror movie opening with a female lead, biggest movie opening with a female lead over 55. That's actually pretty fucking cool. Uh, second biggest October movie opening ever, biggest Halloween opening ever. Actually, I think the second one's kind of cool because Kevin Spacey's no young buck, but when they made Kevin Spacey look really old for all the money in the world, it's like just cast an old guy, right? Like, no. there's there's old people in Hollywood. It's like that's that's kind of cool, but yeah, it's a it's the biggest opening ever, which Kenjack you noted in our group chat, which made you laugh, which is pretty funny. It's pretty funny. It's the biggest opening for all the Halloween movies, and probably it's the only positive reviewed one since the original. Probably, I think it's unsurprising <laughs> that it's the the biggest opening though, right? Considering the hype around it and the people involved and everything like that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, what was the biggest sense. October release? October yeah, horror or? wasn't did this beat it oh for sure I don't think it beat it no way did so, it come out in October didn't it come out it maybe the start of November is when it came out I don't remember oh my maybe God. it was September oh Venom <laughs> Venom held the record <laughs> oh really Damn. <laughs> yeah <laughs> so Damn. it was it, gra- it was gravity before that at 55.7 Boom. and then Venom beat it by almost 30 million and now Halloween, Damn. Halloween smashed the gravity record, but it can't be Venom. That's really funny that it's a movie that came out two weeks ago. But uh, yeah, I mean, look, it's it's definitely not bad. Um, it's a little below where I'd hope to have graded it for myself. Uh, I think Ken Jack probably graded it a tad higher. We'll break Trill's score down uh, this week because Ken Jack and I agree. We're going to review our scores anyway because we're going to review it on the blog. But uh not a bad time though, you'd say, Kendrick, right? Like I, I would I think if people want to go see a horror movie, I think it's worth going to see a horror movie. 
Yeah, I mean, not that there, there's not any other options out there right now that I think are even close. But then again, that's just horror for you. It's either it's pretty fucking good or it's pure trash. And I think this is like one of those very few movies that hit a gray area for me. Like I gave it a 71. And that's, I think, one of the very few horror movies I've ever put in that that general area. Maybe it's, this is hereditary. It's super formulaic. It's kind of like it's just very cookie cutter. It's you know, what? it's very much like it. I liked it more, but it's very much like playing it safe. Yeah, like, I would agree with that. But they at least, you know, what? It, it's the it's a successful soft reboot. It's like I think a, two of the better comparisons, like Star Trek: Force Awakens, then compared to something like Ghostbusters. You know, it's like there's a way to soft reboot and there's a way not to do it. And I think this leans on the side of like they did a nice job soft rebooting it, or like you know. So we'll we'll get into get, it later in the week. Do you get to see Michael Myers' face? A little bit. Yeah, and actually they they released it in a teaser clip online that i think i oh, pulled really? there was yeah. like a, a teaser trailer that i got put online yeah you get to see a little bit which i i kind of like, like is a gross looking face like a messed up face or it's like an old man yeah oh. just an old guy yeah old guy at this point does he get fucked with just a fucking indestructible old man like he's like a 90 year old man that's just like it's like fucking just whatever that that annoyed me we'll get back to that though later in our actual yeah video. there's there is a good amount to talk about with this movie a lot of like horror thoughts. Definitely talk about the ending, uh, all that. Uh, it, it'll be it'll be a fun episode. Uh, okay, that's news item number one. Okay, you now need to select one item for Trill to put on his lunchable concoction. Oh, uh, we're doing ketchup for item number one. <laughs> oh, so like that's like the sauce. Yeah, yeah, the sauce base. Okay. Do, you base Do you have a picture of the of, of the pizza crust? What's that? Here, I'll I'll put the ketchup on, then I'll take it because the pizza crust by itself is not very interesting. <laughs> it's kind of sad, actually. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, this hot! Oh, look at these these hot dog buns. Oh my God! <laughs> okay, so full description: they are like they're in, they're in like freeze dried or uh, like airtight wrappers. <laughs> oh, oh my God. God, the hot dogs! Oh, fucking Vienna sausages! I feel like I'm gonna be eating. <laughs> Oh yeah! Oh, oh yeah! Are, I mean, all right, all let's right. not ruin the suspense here. But you're for sure eating those fucking lunchables. You have a microwave in your house, right? <laughs> yeah. Yes, dude. Well, yes. All right. I'm just making sure because that might. Be I know. Fun. I know. You think Hoboken is like? Not that. You know, making sure you have a microwave. Just... Oh god, dude! Oh fuck! This is some real St. Louis style pizza right here. <laughs> I want to take a picture and send it to you guys. <laughs> All right. Oh God, it's so bad. <laughs> so, Trill's losing bet lunchable right now at pizza crust and ketchup. Which reminder, the pizza crust for a lunchable is like a floppy wet wafer. Looks like a pita. Yeah, like a just a bad pita. Oh, dude, it smells. <laughs> oh, for sure. For lunchables pack a smell. Sniff they that mean- vinegar. <laughs> mm. Mm. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> it's melted gummy bear! Oh God! Right. Dude, that picture. These pictures will all be posted on Twitter. Look at this hot dog! There's <laughs> many hot dogs. <laughs> Can you dig a picture right. of the package too before you open them? Yes. Part one, saving the photo. We are saving all evidence. You'll find it online. All right, number two though, Ken Jack. This is completely in your territory. Because we have not seen it. I showed up late. I didn't get to see the trailer. Happy Death Day to you. The sequel to Happy Death Day. 
the poster came out and they released the trailer with Halloween, but for some reason they have not released the trailer online yet. I, I don't actually know why. I showed up with like two or three trailers left. Oh, those hot buns are so disgusting. <laughs> oh my God. That is disgusting. They're smushed. Oh my God. Oh, they're even worse. They're so picture. bent. <laughs> why are they deflated? Oh God. Ew. I don't know what I expected. Um, it's Capri Summer. All right. Hell. Anyway, the poster shows that like baby face thing or whatever, like the mascot. And then it shows the cupcake that was a big part of the plot in the original. You saw the trailer, Ken Jack. You obviously, if you don't remember in very famous lights, camera, bar stool slash lights, camera podcast fashion, Ken Jack hated happy death day. It's one of the most contentious podcast episodes of all time. You gave it an 11 or a 14. Maybe even it? a nine. I don't remember. No, I was in the in the double digits. I don't remember what yeah. though. Was, maybe you said seventeen, maybe. No. Yeah, it might have been it. You said no bullshit. You thought the trailer sucked. Yeah, like completely objectively, it was just a bad trailer. Especially if you've seen the first one. It uh, the way they phrase it is that it's essentially just a rehash of the first one. Like in the first movie, she's caught in a loop of time where like she just keeps dying over and over again, and every single time she dies, she comes back to life in the same exact moment when she woke up the previous day. And in this one, uh, the trailer. It's the exact same thing in the exact same moment in time. Like she just gets caught in the loop again after escaping it in the first one, after like finding out it was her uh, roommate that was murdering her. And in this one, she just she gets caught in the same time loop. And uh, to me, I don't fucking get how that happens, but it's just nothing about that is appealing to me in the slightest. I mean, I didn't like the first one, but seeing it rehashed in the exact same fashion, just no thank you whatsoever. Yeah, they said it was going to be something like Back to the Future almost. Whatever that Ugh. means. Didn't look that way. And there's a lot of bad jokes in the trailer, too. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not. I I liked Happy Death Day a lot, but the sequel seems like a bad idea, doesn't it? It's, it's just like, yeah, of course you're doing a sequel because you got to make that money. I get that. But the premise was so good as a one off. I don't think it's going to work well in a sequel. Yeah, yeah. Also, I I didn't realize that the the guy in that that like the um the virgin like kid that like she, she keeps trying going after the entire first movie. That's the same guy who plays I think Joshua, in um uh what do you call it? Uh, to all the boys I've loved before. I didn't realize that and put it together and saw yeah. the trailer. He was in a couple other things too. I forget what, but yeah, no happy death day to you. That's coming out next year. We should see the trailer soon. I'm sure we'll talk about it a little more when we see it, but I'll, I'll take Ken Jack's word for it. I saw a couple other people say it was kind of like, eh, mm-hmm. like why even I'm release su- it? I'm surprised they didn't make that movie quicker. That seems like something you could slap together in three months and have out by next Halloween, right? If that, especially oh, with, sure. the, with, with the writing style they had for it. In one of the, the death scenes they show in the trailer, she gets shocked to death, and she wakes up and her hair is all frizzy, and she's like, damn, that was shocking. And I was like, oh. I want to fucking jump off a bridge i hate this fucking movie so that's much terrible <laughs> um all right that's news item two you know what that means load up that lunchable what's the next item okay so you're gonna take the hot dog out and you're gonna split it in half vertically and <laughs> okay put it onto the uh flatbread I like all right that. uh yeah. talk about something i need to get a knife <laughs> yeah right, i'm have, about to uh, about to open okay. the package of hot dogs all right, I'm gonna I'm gonna get some of that Tell hot me the dog smell. Hair. That back hot dog. Hair. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay. I don't have to cook these, right? 
I mean, you're going to eventually. Uh, fun to eat. No need to heat. You're gonna heat. All right. All right. Just, just. But yeah, spit yeah, it vertically. Fine. Spit it vertically and put it on the on the flatbread. I feel like there's a chance if you put it in the microwave for 10 seconds, it just all explodes at once. (laughs) It just blows up. Uh, Yeah, make sure to take a picture, please. Oh, dude, my hands smell like hot dog now. (laughs) More so than usual. Those dirty water dogs. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, all because you had to bet against Purdue. You can't bet against my Boilermakers like that. <laughs> Transferring the hot dogs to the plate. <laughs> I like how you're reporting to us like a fucking astronaut doing like an EVA. <laughs> this, is, right. this is good radio. He's 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 getting real. Yeah, I, got, I got I got to describe to the the audience. I'm... Oh God, I need <laughs> I need to see. I need to see. Oh, you did all four? <laughs> What's that? You did, you did both hot dogs, or is that one? The only, the only. I did both hot dogs. You only, you only want me to do one hot dog? Yeah, I don't know if there'll be enough room for the rest of this. Yeah, stuff you're. Yeah, okay. you're probably gonna have to. Oh God. Oh. <laughs> Put more ketchup on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, make sure you put more ketchup on it to replace that which was lost, though. <laughs> I didn't lose that much, dude. Oh god, my hands stink, dude. Oh. All right, La- all right. Next news item: The Curse of La, La-, La Rona. Next movie in the Conjuring universe. I believe it's after. I-, I think this is like the Mexican version of the Boogeyman. I believe the Weeping Woman is what it's called. Uh, looks uh, pretty fucking horrifying, honestly. Yeah, it's like the the nun, basically. It was just I like the kind of like the trailer though a lot of good jump scares and Linda Cardellini who is our girl shout out to Linda Cardellini I'm not gonna lie all I can think about are these hot dogs that are carved up sitting in front of me it's really hard to focus it's just taking a whiff of that at back shot air all I'm getting I'm just getting hot dog air right in my pipes oh, okay yeah Conjuring uh, Patrick Wilson great great movie <laughs> we love Patrick Wilson don't we folks we love him um, yeah I know the nun wasn't great but. It could do worse than these movies, I guess, right? And this one's set in more of a modern time. Yeah, this one's set in the 70s. And you know us. We like things that are more modern. Yeah. Uh, we're ageists, I guess. Um, yeah, so, yeah. La La Verona. Watch the trailer. Pretty uh, pretty horrifying looking. I actually think it could be pretty good. Trail sucking oh, down like a Capri Sun. That's item number three. You know what that means. That means it's time for mm-hmm. another piece of food onto the Lunchable uh, Concoction. So take out the peanut butter cup. All right. So you're going to take that. Uh, this one I'm taking to the microwave. Yes. So you're going to chop it up a little bit and you're going to put it onto the hot dog, onto the, on top. <laughs> microwave, microwave for 35 seconds. All right. I'm going to nuke it. Did you chop it up? I broke it in half. Uh, that's close enough. <laughs> 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 I think we could hear you like trying to explain it to your wife. All like, right. What you're doing. How does it look? Uh, gross. <laughs> All right. Send a picture. <laughs> I will. <laughs> and, and when you're done, give us a quick recap of what items we got left. Okay. 
no. Zoom in on the hot dog. <laughs> we might need you to smear the peanut butter cups yeah. a little bit into the hot dog. Yeah, yeah. You okay. need to get that 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 stra- the one that's like dingle bearing off the side. You got to put it part <laughs> of the middle. Mm. All right, and give us a quick recap of what items we have left to work with. Okay, let me send you this this picture. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, no. oh no! Oh my god! Oh, oh no! Holy shit! That is absolutely okay. vile. Okay, well, all right, all right. We still, we still have a little more to go. Wait, 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 I need to know what we have left before we get uh, to, so I can oh, think yeah. on it. We have a whole stack of turkey, a whole stack of cheese. We got the chicken nuggets, which I'm sure you'll want to put on there. Um, chicken nuggets, more ketchup, nerds candy. Uh, and then um, the pizza, another cracker for the pizza and cheese for the pizza and pizza sauce, too. Ooh, good oh, man. That. Oh, man. <laughs> All right. Next up. Okay. Oh, the chicken and the fucking turkey or ham or whatever is going to be. Oh. Um, oh god <laughs> so two movies move to 2020 uh jungle cruise has been moved from october 2020 to like june and death on the nile the sequel to murder on the orient express has been moved off of next christmas to avoid star wars and it's been is being moved 10 months down the line to october 2020 do Okay, so I mean, this is kind of my question here. Jungle Cruise a little less, but like, we don't care about either of these movies all that much to begin with. But moving them back and distancing them more from their previous movies, the, like the Avatar effect, does that make you care about them even less, or does it still just doesn't matter to you? Uh, I think moving the Jungle Cruise back makes me care about it even less. I don't think Death in the Nile uh, does anything for me though. Does uh, does does DJ have a movie coming out in 2019? Hobbs and Shaw is that coming out? Oh yeah, yeah, it has yeah. to be right. Yeah, Hobbs you're right. Yeah. yeah, let's see. Dwayne, he's got to be doing more than one. What was his movie? This oh, Skyscraper. Oh wait, John Juma- Henry. Jumanji. Jum- John Henry. Did, I think. Did, did Jumanji come out this year? Or did it come out like into la- last year? <laughs> you sucked down that juice. Jumanji was last year. Yeah, mm. Jumanji was last year. Dwayne Johnson filmography. Let's see, John. Oh my God, Rampage. Speaking of which, Kareem Hunt. Good Lord, Rampage, Skyscraper, and then next year's got Fighting with My Family. Oh, it's a documentary. Shazam. He might be in that as Black Adam. I thought he wasn't going to be. Maybe he is. And then Hobbs and Shaw and Jungle Cruise in 2020. That's not a lot of stuff for The Rock. That's kind of surprising, honestly. Wait, well, was, don't forget uh, about Ballers. Was John Henry not on there either? It's a TV no, show, right? John I don't know. I thought it's like a, a series on Netflix. So like it's like movie style as far as like production wise. Mm. Like a miniseries? You might be right. Do 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 do. I might be crazy. I will say you ought to know Nile. by now. 
That's one I really don't care about. Yeah. That, makes, that just, the further it distances itself, like, why even make it? Such it, a push. It, did uh, Murder on the Orient Express, how much money do you think that made? It was successful. Killed. Yeah, it killed with the olds. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I didn't think about that. Godfriended oh, Me is on right now. Isn't this movie in black and white? Oh, Godfriended Me. Now, that's a fucking movie. That's an old yeah, show. That, it made $352 million at the box office, Murder on the Orient <laughs> Express. Godfriended Me. Mm. I, I'm just so excited for that show. I, I don't think Troll's going to believe in any higher power after eating this, though. Dude, I'm I'm like I literally cannot concentrate on the rest of the podcast <laughs> because I am just fearing eating just, this. We got a lot to go. Are we past this? Well, we may as well kill off another step. All right, so, so movies delayed. Let's let's get to the next step on the lunchable. We're gonna take uh, two slices of American cheese and we're going back to the microwave for uh, 35 seconds. <sighs> this is oh. gross because this will make the cheese cold. Oh god! This will, this will make it hard enough. This is disgusting. <laughs> you don't have to eat it, bitch boy. I mean, I have to watch it. That's almost as bad. Yeah, we, we have to see you do it. Oh, oh dude, the cheese doesn't smell good. <laughs> I got All a right, new slash for you. None of it's going to smell good. All right, here we go. I got to take the knife off, though. <laughs> Let's see it. <laughs> All right, you're back. Is it as bad? You know, you know how like in fast food commercials where they have the melted cheese like folding over a piece of meat. Yeah. That's what it's doing right now with the hot dog. <laughs> is it as bad as you expected, or is it is it a slight improvement off the last one? No, it's, this is worse. This is worse than I expected. This is way worse than like. I guess like I expected it to be messed up based on the lunchables I got, but I never realized like how gross this truly is until it, it's just been taunting me. Staring at me. Oh, I can't wait to see it. Picture incoming. Remember, these will be all be posted. Oh, oh no! It looks like you know what it kind of looks like. It sort of looks like a, a bowl of skyline, doesn't it? it? With does that, look that, like a bowl that, of... with that brown meat and just fucking oh. cheese layer on top. Oh, is this oh. better than skyline chili? We'll find out soon. Um, okay, so you have two more left. We'll get to that in a second. Next up, here's a bit of news that I wasn't a big fan to see. Uh, Pepper Potts, uh, Gwyneth Paltrow's character in The Avengers, apparently might be getting a suit in Avengers 4. Her character does get a suit in the comics. Are we in or out on Pepper Potts being part of the team that takes down Thanos? I almost said Thanos like a fucking idiot. Thanos. I hated this part in Iron Man 3. I did not like when she had superpowers. I, yeah, that did stink. That's part of the worst part of it. Just a complete leap. I don't like this idea. I hope she's not. I hope she's in the movie. Like that's fine. She can be the emotional support and adds weight to Tony's character because he's definitely going to die for sure. He's going to die. Uh, but the, there's so many other like superheroes that could be fighting. Why? Why does Pepper Pot specifically need to suit up? That's what <laughs> yeah, I don't understand. Right. It's this was Iron Man four. I get it, but. Because it's Avengers. That just means you're taking screen time away from other people. Well, like everyone is dead. So she's like the Newman in uh, Space Jam or something. <laughs> like yeah. just resorting to her. It's like, I mean, it's like having a super team. And then it's like they just drop in this fucking Mendoza line hitter. It's like, ah, uh, all right. Well, 
Let's get back to the good people. Let's get back to the good ones. Did she get cured of uh, extremists or whatever that stuff was in Iron Man 3? Like, did they cure I that? Thought, I, th- I thought they did. I, I don't, honestly don't remember. I, I just it's hard bought, to keep up. Like, I mean, Tony has the reactor in his chest, then he doesn't. Now he does it. Like, I mean. Yeah. I fucking block that movie out sometimes, even though it made like $1.5 billion. I don't count it. I, I if if I go do do a rewatch of the Marvel movies, I don't rewatch Incredible Hulk or Iron Man three. That the whole Mandarin thing was such such a slap on the face. It's like Incredible Hulk is not good. There are a couple of the MCU movies are pretty fucking bad. Uh, I don't like the original Thor's. I don't like Incredible Hulk, but they're not missteps as much as not great movies. Iron Man three was a misstep. Like that yeah. was a it was a, it was like an offensive misstep to like dupe audiences that badly. Have it be a guy named fucking Trevor. What a <laughs> waste some... of a uh, guy Pierce too. <laughs> I, I know a waste of both characters. Yeah, like I mean, just terrible. And then they had to go; they retconned it with a uh, like a digital short or like no, uh, one of those like live action shorts that they used to release. They made it to oh, the yeah. Mandarin. Yeah, terrible. Uh, anyway, you know what Pepper Potts will be thinking right now. She'd be thinking what the next pick is going to be for. Uh, oh, I, I thought you were going to do an ad read. <sighs> no, no, no. So what do we have left? We have turkey, uh, nerds, the uh, Hershey bar. What else? The the I would say the biggest ingredient that you haven't implemented is the chicken nugget. I mean, I'm probably not going to use the chicken nugget. I'm not going to lie to you. No, you have to. They're so gross, dude. I just I, I'm oh, trying th- to thanks, think of like, functionally how to eat this, and I'm thinking. Like melting the nerds onto this might make it that much better. I'm not going to go back to the microwave. <laughs> no, I think I, I I am putting in a formal request for him to cut the chicken nugget down the middle or like slice it in half and put it oh. and like rest it on top thin. You know what? Fine. Let's do that. Put, Butter, on, put it on butter, top of the uh, butterfly. It? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 fillet, yeah. Fillet it. Fillet it and put it on top of the cheese slices. You might be the first person to ever fillet a lunchable chicken nugget. I doubt it. I doubt it. <laughs> I'm like reporter of the weeks. So he's definitely doing it. Oh god! <laughs> Holy moly! Those he's, smell. Oh, they look sad too. By the way, congratulations on a great win for Purdue. Yeah, for real. Thank you. Our Boilermakers really did it. People, I, I root for all Indiana State University sports teams. And people say it's counterintuitive. How could you like IU and Purdue? And my answer to that is, do they ever really compete with each other for anything at the same time? No. No. One's good. One's bad. Purdue's been good at basketball. IU's been bad bad at everything. Anyway, <laughs> go uh, go State of Indiana. Great victory. Just hate great. to see it for Ohio State. It's great. Uh, boiler up, hammer down, as us Purdue fans like to say. Yeah, I know. What, uh, you, you're... Uh, Aeronautical engineering, right? Class of uh, 14? 15, but yes. Oh, Neil Armstrong Hall, right? That's it, it was. That's not a real it thing. Was so he tried great. to trick me. No, Neil last Armstrong night, Hall, Hall is completely a real thing. <laughs> one of their touchdowns last night, right back from, like one of their dagger touchdowns late, right back from commercial, they talked about astronauts. Mm. Oh, they got to. You got to the throw that in there. All right. I, I got I to gotta go fillet this thing. <laughs> okay. Oh, okay. All right. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> he just smelled it. Oh. Sponsor the pod, Lunchables. Oh. Oh. <laughs> it smells so good. That's why he. Oh. Won- that's why he- <laughs> <laughs> oh. 
You know where you know where you were going after you fillet this drill? We're going to the microwave because this this sucker needs to be heated up. Oh. Okay, I gotta touch. I gotta touch the. Oh, they're slimy. <laughs> the good kind of slimy. Oh, my hands smell so bad. All right, I gotta do this with care. <laughs> Oh god, I got some chocolate on my finger. <laughs> Do I lick it off? Yes. Now I gotta go wash my hand. Wait, microwave the chicken. No. Microwave the chicken. It needs to be a thrice melted uh lunchable creation. Or thrice heated up. Thrice baked. Wait till you see this bad boy. <clears throat> Alright, let's see. Picture incoming, folks. Remember, this will all be up as a collage. Oh my god, they look like like they look like half donut holes. I mean, the oh chicken consistency god. is disgusting. Oh. Oh. Why does it look like a fucking mashed potato? Last bit of movie news, and then we're gonna top this off. Which with ice, I want to say sauce, but I'm not sure. Maybe a little Capri Sun will be drizzled on there. Yeah. I, I don't know. Ken, yeah, Ken Jack has it. to think. I'm thinking about it. <laughs> uh, all right, right into a serious uh, news story. Movie Pass under investigation by the New York Attorney General. What uh, for, for for misleading investors and people who purchased the product? Look, I, I mean, sue all you want. Ken Jack and I, we used to use Movie Pass, and it was great. I'll be honest. Yeah, I had no issues with it. So, yeah, bring back Movie Pass. Honestly, we got out while it was good. I think that's all we can really say about Movie Pass. Yeah, we were we were in it at a good point. And then we saw the tea leaves, and we abandoned it. But yeah, they're under they're under investigation. I, uh, I mean, who I, could have saw this coming? I cannot comment on ongoing investigations. <laughs> we saw the fillet chicken nuggets in the sky, and we just knew we had to get out while the going was good. There are still people who who post in our Reddit or tweeted us talking about Movie Pass, and I'm like, I feel like you should know by now. There's other options. I feel like. There's other stuff you could be doing at this point. Is MoviePass still active in some form? Like they still? Yeah, I believe so. Huh. They brought back the like the ten dollar a month thing. I think they got rid of it and then they brought it back. By the way, horror theaters worst crowds. Oh yeah, the easily worst. the worst crowds by far. It's fucking I mean, just why? yelling and screaming and moaning the entire movie. Like <laughs> fucking shut up and watch. Shut up. The are they the rowdy teens? Is that it? Like no, dude. I had fucking, when I went to Halloween, I had like four old boomers in front of me and they were just fucking talking and jabbering the entire time. It's like, oh, did you know that's Mike Myers? Like, yeah, no shit. You're in fucking Halloween, lady. Like, what did you think you was going to be in this movie? God damn, it was frustrating. <sighs> um, all right, let's just finish this off already. Let's do it up. What's the all last right, what do you give, me, give me a final inventory again, Tro. You got uh, more chicken nuggets, nerds, turkey, uh, pizza sauce, cheese, and a Hershey's bar. All right, pizza sauce it is. Oh god, yeah, that makes sense. It, it, it you'll see it eventually, folks. But it just looks like it needs some a little sauce on top, right? Like it he, just it's begging for some sauce. Here's what I'll say, Trill. I'll, I'll let us bend the rules a little bit, and you can put the second pizza crust on top and make it into a sandwich. No, that's my gift to you. <laughs> he wants an open face. Dude, <laughs> he wants this, this crust smells like beer. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit! Oh fuck! I just squirted pizza sauce everywhere sorry
Oh, oh my so, god! So thick. It's just thick. It like, I, I don't know. Should I eat it now? Yeah. Yeah. He is eating the sandwich. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, dog on me. <laughs> the hot dog. God, I can't wait to see this. <laughs> Are you eating the whole thing? I just expected a bite. No. Oh. Oh. All right, let me go wash my hands of this entire ordeal. <laughs> that is disgusting. What was the worst part? Is there a part that was like that stuck out the most? Yeah, it was the uh, the pizza sauce <laughs> and the hot dog. Really? Yeah, I could uh, the, the the hot dog. I could pick out the, the hot dog consistency, and then the pizza <laughs> sauce had that like offensive oregano pop to it. And then that that and this is why Ken Jack did it because this the pizza crust is so thick. He wanted me to double it up so it would take me forever to chew it. <laughs> Oh, it took me like a minute to chew that one bite. <laughs> oh, oh, oh God. I'm happy that's okay. over. I'm happy that's right. over for your sake. But you're a man of your word. Yeah, we got to have your word. All right, we got to do a podcast, fellas. Before we get into our bad times of the El Royale review, we have two sponsors this week. The first one sent Ken Jack a ukulele. Yeah, right. they sure they sure did. It's really nice. Both of them sent me uh um ukuleles. And since we're gonna be doing this for Sunday podcast, let's call it the evening uke. Why not? Oh, I like that. Okay, so so Kenjack has a ukulele. Uh start playing away. I'm gonna read the ad. This is what they wanted, so whatever. Hey, whatever they it's their product. Uh the Emmy winning pioneers in home entertainment. Folks, they're back. Whether you're a cable or antenna user, TiVo has a solution that's perfect for either. Use the TiVo Bolt 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 Cable. The complete home TV experience is here. A live TV, VR, and streaming device in one that lets you access everything you love on any screen you like. Skip over entire commercial breaks. Skip the tap over of a button, the breaks, the buttons or voice command. Command it with your voice. Watch shows thirty percent faster. Pitch corrected sound. You can watch shows quickly. Binge those shows. Tivo's put together a deal for you, our audience. Twenty percent off any Tivo Bolt OTA or Tivo Bolt Vox. Just head to tivo.com slash lights twenty. And remember, promo code LIGHTS20. That's tivo.com slash LIGHTS20 with promo code LIGHTS20 for 20% off. Record all your shows. Kevin can wait. <laughs> yes! The and our, our, one of our favorite shows, God Friended Me. 
You are correct, sir. <laughs> how, about, how about New Amsterdam? Yes. Or watch reruns of your favorite show, The Slap. Yes. Yes. By TiVo today. You are correct. Fantastic. Um, that you know what? Now I understand why they sent that. That's great. I mean, that's beautiful for them. Not, for not them. on my part, but uh, just a beautiful cohesive ad read by all three of us. Yeah. Um, by the way, you can listen to our slap episode two commentary. Myself, Ken Jack, and PFT. This show fucking rules. This show oh, should have like, been. Do you like it? Oh, ironically, it's. I, I, ironic. think, I think I do. I I think all three of us like it unironically at this point. We recognize really? how awful a lot of it is. Like, there's so much garbage with it, but it's so very you, intriguing. So you like it ironically then. No, not necessarily. I'd say unironically. The no, funniest unironically. thing, like, I, I think even the stuff that's bad is funny enough that it's actually yeah. good. Like, that fucking okay. judge from that last episode fucking killed me. He was working on a stand-up yeah. routine the entire time. Oh, Shit. okay, I, I know what they can't come soon enough for me. Oh! <laughs> yeah. God, I doubt of that. Did he, you, uh, yes, so that's there. And you can actually, somebody uploaded the video of the episode with our audio on our Reddit. Go find that there. So it's well worth a listen. I think we're going to be doing a commentary on Monday with Coley and Tyler, Halloween Resurrection, the one with Buster Rhymes. So if that gets recorded, that'll be up this week as well. Continue, Trill. What were you saying? Oh, I think James alluded to it, but have you seen that clip that's uh... – some Saturday Night Live type clip of Australian yeah. show where the guy yeah, just the slap slaps too. slaps everyone. Yeah, is that what he was talking about? Yeah. Okay. I just, I just want to make sure that it didn't I didn't correct or make sure to leave something out on the table from four episodes ago. My bad, guys. Fuck. It's okay. Chicken nuggets got me disoriented. <laughs> Your chicken uh, nuggets smelled smelled the worst. If only you heat yeah. them up, like I said, you might not have smelled so bad. Mm. I I told you the chicken. I thought the chicken nuggets were the worst thing. Though I did not actually. I thought the hot dogs were discontinued. When you sent that picture to us, I was legitimately floored. <laughs> they might not be. I mean, those, yeah, you got them at Walmart, right? Yeah. Who knows? It might have just been like backstocked or something. It could have just been on the shelf for years. Yeah. Uh, all right. Bad times at the El Royale. Big time cast. Huge cast. Jeff Bridges. John Hamm, Dakota Johnson, Chris Hemsworth, lots of people in it, ensemble cast, kind of a weird, like, noir thriller movie, like a mystery noir. It's uh, it's a long movie. This is going to be a spoiler review, by the way. If you don't want to get this movie spoiled, I would skip now. You're going to have a few seconds because we won't dabble in the spoilers quite yet. I gave it an 82. I thought it was a fun movie. It was very intriguing. I had a good time with it. But man, this movie has no idea how to pace itself. And we'll get into why in a second. But pacing, way off. Every time you thought this movie was going to hit a real like groove, it would just stop dead in its tracks. Uh, so I gave it an 82. I really liked it. But the potential for this to be excellent, like excellent, was there. It just fell short. Like it was just kind of a bummer because this could have been not just a good movie that I really enjoyed. I mean, it could have been one of the better movies of the year, I think. Had this been executed a little better. Uh, I gave it an 82. Ken Jack, what'd you give it? Uh, I gave it a 78. It just it tries to do way too much and it drags a lot. Like you were saying, just the pacing is so fucked up. And uh, I think if they got rid of 
a few things that weren't necessary, like flashbacks and a lot of exposition for some of the characters, it really would have made it a much better movie because some of that mystery would have been part of what have made it good. Instead, they made such a point of explaining so much about every single character. It just made the movie like never ending. It felt like it was three hours long. And it just it wasn't necessary. And it just could have like you said, the potential was there for this to be probably like a 90 something if it was done right. And instead, you end up with just like essentially a movie that had an ensemble cast that failed to like give you like an equitable timeshare for every single name they build and instead gave you a ton for like three characters. And that's basically it. And that that kind of sucked, in my opinion. Yeah, I'm right there with you, Ken Jack. I'm, I'm about at 75. It's a good movie. It's definitely worth watching. It, it is very long. It's too long. It needed to be somewhere around like short of two hours, I think. There's just so much going yeah. on. Um, almost all the performances were good. Um, there w- wasn't really one that stood out as being bad, but you know, it, it, it was cool to see like Chris Hemsworth as the cult leader, which I, I thought played a little bit against like character or like what he's what he's used to playing. Which is yeah, kind of kind of fun to see, um, but other than that, it's, it's entertaining. It's just too long. Also, Manny Jacinto from The Good Place is in it too. He plays um, Jason from The Good Place. I really need to watch The Good Place. Same. Oh, it's so it's so good. It's 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 one of those smart people TV shows that make you feel smart for watching it. Fuck yeah, yeah, love that. Like, oh, they're they're, t- they're talking about books. Hell yeah, I read one of those. <laughs> Yeah, this movie is two hours and 21 minutes long, and it feels it. It feels two hours. Like, again, Ken Jack, and now we're probably going to dip into spoilers a bit. Ken Jack laid out my biggest issue with it, and it's the flashbacks, because a lot of the context of what happens throughout the movie is set up from the past. And it's just, again, you feel like you're about to hit hit a groove with it, and then they hit one of the flashbacks and it kind of takes you out of it. It takes you, it just, it stops it dead in its tracks. And you're and you're kind of thinking, you're like, well, now you're not letting me develop and really get with the characters right now. Cause again, it's a big cast and you need to be able to have the time with those characters. You know, like if they're going to do it the way they did, it almost needed to be longer. Like you didn't have enough time with everyone. Obviously it didn't need to be longer, but like if you're going to go about it that way. It's like, you're trying to cram too much into that time period. But when you do that, it's also long. Like, it's kind of like a, like a double-edged sword there, like a, a never-ending mm-hmm. loop of of length and pacing issues. Because, uh, again, I, I, I liked it, but the flashbacks thing, that's what really killed me. That, that That's the part that I had the biggest hang-up. I, I agree with you on that one, Ken Jack. Yeah, it just presented like a really big lost opportunity to make more out of some of the characters they had. Like, for example, the person who played uh, Miles, whatever, uh, who is actually Bill Pullman's son. I think his name is Lewis Pullman. He was phenomenal, and I would have wouldn't minded if they had done more of him and given more of his backstory or something like that instead of just giving nonstop exposition for like say, um, uh, what's his name, Jeff Bridges' character, which they just seem to harp on over and over and over again, showing like, oh, he's a bank robber, oh, he did this, oh, he did that. Like, I I don't care too much about this backstory. Like, just make this plot more dynamic and make this plot more like fast flowing. And instead they're just obsessed with showing you uh, all these main characters and what they've done before. And that just, it really, like you're saying, just derailed it for me. There's Ooh. nothing really fresh Not that I have to say that you guys haven't covered already. Um, I just like, I, I have a hard time when a movie's this long and I have a hard time, like you're saying, especially with the flashbacks, because it's one of those things that I think, if you're writing a movie, it can, you can get away with in like the screenplay. And it's like, I got a great screenplay, but when you come to like execution, it's just tough to do as an overall like on screen 
narrative or thing. And I feel like this is one of these things where like, yeah, it's still good, but I bet like this as a book would be fucking phenomenal. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I get, I totally agree with that. Actually, that would make sense. Cause I could do, I could do like the flashbacks in the book, like, but in a movie, it just kind of takes you out of it. We'll get to the acting in a second, but how about the story? Did you like the story? The ending, obviously almost everyone dies Two of the characters right off into the sunset, but it definitely kind of whittles down towards the end. And like the ending is actually, I think a good time and a bit crazy to take so fucking long to get there. Did you like how the story played out? Cause there is a lot of mystery in it and you know, it's not like a crazy over your head duping you left and right type movie, but there is enough mystery and intrigue with the story that I liked it. It's just that it takes a long time to get to that last punch, which really sells it. Yeah. I think that's like maybe one of the bigger problems is that like, it is an interesting ending, which I liked and I like the cult aspect of it a ton. And I think it, it could have done with more mystery too, instead of like we were saying, just the, the nonstop, like exposition for it but I, I did enjoy it it's just it took so fucking long to get to that point and by that point i'm just like i, I just want to leave like i want to go home i just want to like wrap this up and get out of here like i don't care as much and i'm not as invested as the ending as i should be because i'm just so mentally exhausted by how long it's taken to get to this point when it doesn't feel like as far as how the narrative was playing out in the movie like not a lot of time had passed like maybe like five six hours in the movie timeline had passed and it just it took two two and a half hours to get there yeah, I, I always think the worst thing about a movie sometimes is, and I know I've said this before, is when you're sitting there actively wishing the movie would end, even if it is like a decent movie. And I've, I felt this with this movie. And I think I think it was, I think it detracted some from the ending because at that point I would have, I would have taken anything because um, I was just done. Like you're saying, Ken Jack. Um, but I, I think there probably are people who like the longer time. I mean, again, it gets a lot of story in there. I just, I feel like in terms of the medium, it's just a little too much. Yeah, it, again, length is tough. And two hours 20 is nowhere near the worst. Like, we love Blade Runner 2049. And that was long. But everything felt so perfectly drawn out and necessary in that movie. Like, nothing really stopped that movie dead in its tracks like this one did. Uh, I, I think, Kendrick, well, you said it. It, was, it. The flashbacks felt like unnecessary exposition where they could have lent more on the side of mystery. And maybe in the end you have like a, a collective flashback where it all happens in one spot. But to do it continuously throughout, it just made it jagged. That's what it felt well, like, a jagged experience. Blade Runner also had like what? Maybe like six actual named characters. That, yeah, that's yes. like that maybe I'm under exaggerating. And I, I feel like it's it just – it's more entertaining to be in a movie that long when there's less to keep up, keep track with. Like this, is the problem I have with game of Thrones sometimes is just, there's too much shit going on. And I think some of that was here too. I mean, this is a huge cast. There's tons of people, there's tons of parts and it, it, it's, it's compared to blade runner. It's like blade runner was a lot more deliberate and had less to follow. And you kind of enjoyed the burn. Whereas with this one, you're just like, Oh, get it over with. Yeah. Game of Thrones fucking stinks. All right, I, I don't disagree. know about just that. Don't disagree I, I, agree I, with that. I like Game of Thrones, I, but I, I, I'm kidding. I I just really I no. really hope somebody stops the pod dead when I say that nope. and then tweets me just tweets and then you. plays it back again and goes, "Oh fuck!" Now I like Game of Thrones, but no, I do agree that is hello, Goff. Be- you here to play the Game of Thrones? Are you here to sit in the Iron Throne, y'all? Oh, dude, they fucking um during the Chargers game they showed like their like their whole London spiel that they do before the oh. game starts, and guess who was front and fucking center? James oh, Corden. James Corden. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I forgot. They're like, we're the country that brought you carpool karaoke. And it showed like a like a marionette of James Corden in a car with Tom Brady. And I was like, I just I don't I'm turn might turn this off. 
Like, Hashtag let Corden kick. Let Corden kick, baby. God damn. Hello, <laughs> I'm James Corden. Some of you people don't know where London is. This is Big Ben. Hello, Big Ben. Hello, Mr. <laughs> Corden. Let's sing a song, Big Ben. Well, I am a clock. You are a clock. I am a clock. Tickety talk, tickety talk. You know, guess who? Uh, guess who? Big Ben was in this uh, in the graphic for this. It was Ben Roethlisberger. Wow, very creative. Guess who the Thames River was? Who? Philip Rivers. Oh, they didn't even do that. You just fucking did their oh. job for them. Did you, say, did you say Tim's Rivers? Yeah, isn't it the Tim? Thames. Tim. Well, River Tim. How did I say it, Tim? Tim. 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 Like fucking like boots. Ex like fucking walking Tim. around with your jeans and Tims. <laughs> the River Tims. What's so up, B? <laughs> the fuck. I mean, maybe I'm wrong, but I'm like ninety percent sure it's the River Tims. The River. T- the River Tims. I, I thought I said. I thought I said River Tims. Dead ass. The River. The River Tims. <laughs> That's what I said. <laughs> if you're not hearing me right, it's because my mouth is still recovering. Oh, sorry. Uh, uh, my mistake then. How do you pronounce it? Thames. That's how Thames. I pronounced it. No, I you're the River Thames. But that's why River... I thought you said they Thames. Yeah, like the name. <laughs> there, There is literally no differentiation between these two things. T-E-M and T-I-M. You're saying T-I-M. I know, but I, I get that there is a writing distinction, but I am hearing Tim's as Tim's. No, I'm spelling it phonetically. I'm not spelling it how it's actually spelled. <laughs> Can Trill goes to a shoe store? And shoe store is like, hey, you guys have any of those Tim's? You have any Tim's here, sir? It's 3 a.m. It's, it? it's not even open. They're Tim's. Oh, my Tim's, God. Tim's like the brand Timberland. Tim's like the river. I, 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 they're both, you're saying the you same thing. Here, I, I'm hearing here no We're differentiation. We're going to call it the River Thames. We're going to call it the yeah, River Thames. Thank you. That's how I called it until I actually went to London. Um, what were we saying? Oh, <laughs> sick brag. And that endless fuck up. <laughs> uh, weird flex, but okay. Weird flex, but okay, bro. I love that. That's a great, <laughs> that's a great new Twitter thing. I'm it's, a big fan of that. It's the new, uh, the Saint Chief, essentially. Yes, yes. You got to get on it. You have to get in on that one first. Yeah, I still like this, ain't it, Chief? When used properly. All right, where are we at? Cast acting. Oh yeah, I was saying Orient Express was the same thing for me. Like it's no Game of Thrones is still done well. Orient Express wasn't done well, where it's like too many. And this this movie did feel like it had almost too many people at times, yeah. at least for the way they made the story work. It worked, but like again, these ensemble casts, we've seen it a lot. They haven't worked a lot recently. Ocean's Eight's another one. But this one, again, still enjoyable, still a good time. I liked all the performances, but here's the one I want to talk about most, Dakota Johnson. I was a big defender of Dakota Johnson after Fifty Shades of Grey or of whatever. the What was the new Freed. one? Fifty Shades Freed. Yeah. Um, I thought she's not a bad actor. I thought Jamie Dornan might not be a bad actor either. He is going to be in the new Robin Hood, so we'll see on that Ooh. one. I thought Dakota Johnson was fine in this. I thought she was actually. I thought she was a good like a, a yeah, note I on good uh, a note on Jamie Dornan. My dinner with her. The thing about the guy from Fantasy Island. Apparently, Jamie Dornan's really good in it. Like amazing, from what I've heard about it so far. Just yeah, a note good for him, and, you know, and good for her. Even if you didn't like her in this movie, good for her getting away from that fucking franchise. Like. Mm-hmm. 
And she's also in, what is it, Suspiria, the yeah. Netflix or whatever it is coming out. Oh, or she Amazon. did a good job. Are, are people criticizing her performance? I didn't like it. Yeah. I didn't mind it. I didn't like it one bit, to be honest. I didn't like it at all. Why? <laughs> but you can agree. You can agree. Good for her, right? Like, you know, like, I'm glad to see they're out of this fucking movie shadows now. Yeah. And, and you know, even if you don't like it, she's still young enough to where, like, she's going to get better as an actress. So, I mean, she's maybe. getting reps. I, dude, she's the son of, or she's the daughter of Don Johnson. Yeah, I yeah. mean, the, the, the children and of Melanie Griffith. <laughs> children of good actors and actresses can still be quite bad. We've seen this before. Yeah, but you take two good things and you combine it, you get I mean, a better thing, right? Look, look at Jake Busey. Guy's great. I'm just saying, I love Jake Busey. You ever what see about Michael uh, Michael Star Jordan's kids? <laughs> Poor guys. They had to give me the space jam. Yeah. You know who I thought was awesome, and I mentioned this before, but Lewis Pullman was great as uh, Miles, like the the bellhop or whatever. He was so good. I thought you said that already. Yeah, that's yeah. what I'm saying. I said that already, but I just want to renote as, oh, as long as we're talking about act uh, performance wise. I think he was easily the best of everybody there. And like I thought Hemsworth was good, and then Kendrick, you said it because you saw it first. You're like, geez, like this. I'm two hours in or whatever, and I, had, I only just saw Chris Hemsworth. It's like very slow developing. Like I know Can it's I tough out? to do, and I just said that the yeah. ensemble casting is tough to do with that many people. But maybe cut down on that a little bit, like on the cast, and figure out a way to make it work so you get. You kind of get the big players in quick. I, I don't know. It's tough. That's why I don't make movies. I just talk about them. Can I get a safe space right here? Yes. To come out and admit something. I wish uh, I wish John Hamm would go full-time to comedic acting. Yes, oh. me too. Me too. He's so good in Kimmy. Uh, Omakase. Like, like I mean, he's he's good in this, but he doesn't blow me away in anything. He Like, maybe, I mean, not even Baby Driver, right? Well, I like my Mad Men as a serious actor. Well, but, like, Mad Men was just, he defined the character in Mad Men, but I'm just but saying. Like, he's that, he, sorry to interrupt, but is that leaning? I think this is my – I want to clear up what you're saying. Is that to a point that you just see him as Don Draper or he just won't live up to Don Draper in serious roles for you? I just – I think he's so great. I, I think it's like this. I think it's um, Deion Sanders, football and baseball. He can do it both. He's good at baseball, but he's great at football. And he's so great at football, I just want to see him – give up baseball full time to go into comedy like just yeah 100 i i can he, agree with that like because he's good in this but he's like kimmy schmidt he is the funniest part of that show bridesmaids <laughs> he's like one of the funniest parts of that movie he's just so good he's like the perfect like deadpan delivery of just like the most deranged lines and i loved it and then he plays like whatever like fbi agent bob Cannell callahan or whatever in this and just it's so uninteresting and so on like drawn out or like unfulfilled most like everything else in this movie, to be honest. But then <laughs> I will say, I think after um, Lewis Pullman, I think Chris Hemsworth probably did the next greatest job considering it was so out of character for everything he's ever done, essentially. And I, I enjoyed it a ton. Yeah. No, I, I think almost all the performances were pretty good. I mean, they all were pretty good. It was it was a it was a fun movie. I had a really good time watching it. Felt like it was a little too long. Audience gave it a 79. They're in the same boat as us per usual. We're all typically in agreement. Uh, bad times at the El Royale. I would suggest seeing it yeah. for sure. If you don't, you don't like long movies though. Maybe save it for like a plane or something. If you really hate long movies, warning, this, it's this very is a, long. This is a good rainy Saturday movie yes. where you can pause and resume and pause and resume. It, it, I, I just don't like going to the theater for these types of things. I don't like spending that much time in a theater. It makes me feel vulnerable. You know what I'll say too is if you're a parks. 
having Nick Offerman building this and him getting like two speaking lines, that kind of sucked. I didn't like that, and that reminded me of, um, and I noted this in the blog, uh, Isle of Dogs, when they just build this huge ensemble cast, and I'm like, oh, shit, yeah, we're going to see all these different people. And then like it was essentially just Brian Cranston and nobody else, and like everyone else had a few lines. And that's a lot of what happened in this movie. Hi, uh, I'm a dog. Oh, I'm a good boy. It was that was literally Ed Norton's character right there. Him saying like, "Hey, I'm the leader," and then like fucking uh, Jeff Goldblum saying, "Hey, what's up?" And then they're gone for the rest of the movie. Like the fuck? Like it's not fair. So bad times at the El Royale. Pretty, uh, pretty enjoyable movie despite some of its pretty obvious flaws. We recommend it. It is officially buttered. It, it it's not close, but it's definitely in the middle. But it is officially buttered. And Jack. Our second sponsor, ironic, like in a massive coincidence, also sent you a, a ukulele, a different ukulele, right? Yeah, different ukulele. We're giving it the same name, though. Still going uh, with evening uh, uke for the same segment. Yeah, no this point is, in messing with what works. This, this ukulele, though, is jet black. Yeah, just like the Omax health pills that we have and take. So, uh, yeah, thanks to Omax Health. We live in a fast-paced asking world that demands quick thinking and if you're anything like me you want to be razor sharp and on top of your game Waking all the time dust, but let's face it there are those times drinking coffee energy drinks they might give you a temporary boost you don't do a thing to improve Cognition, your brain's ability to think fast, communicate more clearly, and operate. Because I got one hand in my pocket, and the other ones now, are giving a high like five. You can turn back the clock and take back the clock with Omax Cognitive Boost. Hey, Max, it's time to feel focused, experience sharper and faster thinking. If you're looking to elevate work performance, improve your motivation, get promotion you've been chasing, all while keeping kids and family happy, then Cognitive Boost is the boost you need to get there. Did you know that four to five people say staying sharp is their number one priority as they start getting older? Omax Cognitive Boost is the thing for you. It's for me. Omax is offering my listeners and audience members 60% off one month supply of cognitive boost plus free shipping and that 60 day money back guarantee just go to omaxboost.com slash likes today that's omaxboost omaxboost.com slash lights for 60% off a one month supply you might be wondering how does this one simple supplement give me these alleged superpowers well Secret is the dual action and breakthrough technology of two powerhouse ingredients called Alpha and Omega. Get your Omax Cognitive Boost today at omax.com slash lights. Yay! Yay! We did it! It's like six more pages of that. Yeah, that's a long ad. That's where I condensed it down to uh, Thinker ad last time we did it. Yeah, yeah, we much more effective. That was good, though. Okay. Um, thanks again for the ukuleles. Please stop sending them, though, because I feel like you're not going to have enough room for them. It's pretty good. 
It's not bad. Here's the thing. Uh, I don't know how to play guitar, but it's only four strings, so it's very easy to pick up. Audience questions. Let's round this out. We have, eh, like, I think 15 minutes of audience questions. Not bad. No, audience First question. You know what that means. No. <laughs> uh, first question. These are some leftovers from the other week when we wanted to. We were going to do rankings, but I, I just, I, like I said, we're going to do them next week. There's a couple questions that I want to ask from a few weeks ago when we asked for non-movie questions. First one. Pick a pre-1900s historical era to live in. What would you live in? Oh, God. Just fucking kill me. I'd pick none of them. Yeah. Like, literally zero. Why would I want to do that? Going back in time is, like, the worst thing ever you could ever possibly do. I would go back in time to the first time period where I'd be the best doctor on the planet. <laughs> like, 1970? <laughs> no, but we like, still thought, like, like, smoking was good, so I'm pretty sure, like, you could figure it out. Like, do you think 1200 BC, not BC, 1200, I would be like the best doctor on the planet? Like, is there still like bloodletting? I'd just be like, look, maybe you guys should just like not shit in the streets. Just care. Just don't do it here. I'm just going to send you guys something. Someone DM me really quick, not to detract from audience questions. But uh, I feel like it. Oh, I feel like it. I feel like it did detract from. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. God, this totally has detracted from. Yeah, they said it to that me. Is that, do you like absolute? That's the that's the most offensive cartoon porn we've gotten on our Reddit. Oh my God. Yep. Can you can you describe it, Ken Jack? Because uh, it's just Garfield's fucking lasagna, but he's still like a really <laughs> huge dick. Oh man, I don't know. All right. Uh, yeah, it's fucking kinda- fuck the pre nineteen hundreds. At what part, like, is there an intriguing part? Because the person that asked that question definitely has an answer. I think if, um, and I think you got to know about history in order to answer that. Because I think, I think every era probably sucked. But you had to, like, have a real specific niche in a time period. I mean, in, in a, like, a geographic area that you'd want to live in. You'd be like, yeah, I want to be in, like, upper blah, blah, blah in the 1700s. Because that's when, like, something happened. Something think- cool. I think that's what they think is like they can go back in time and be like, oh, cool. I get to like their Roman age or something. But then like you just fucking like stub your toe and get malaria and die. Like even you're 10 years old. Like that's not cool. Like nothing about that age pre now is cool. Yeah. Like you go out, you go out and like fucking work the farm and you come home and like your brother lost his hand in like a, <laughs> in a plow and like nobody really cares. Yeah. Everyone's like, oh, damn, that happens. And like five of your brothers are dead. From like the last night, like, oh, shit, that happens. Like, no, that's not good at all. That's actually very bad. That's so true cause, because <laughs> the further back you go, the more diseases and less medicine there are. Like, that's just basically like <laughs> that's the correlation. Yeah, everything just gets worse overall in general the further back you go. Yeah, pass. Uh, here's a Halloween question. When should you stop dressing up for Halloween? When should you stop dressing up? I don't think you should ever stop dressing up, but I, I think the venue and the locations to which you go to while dressed up need to change. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like if you if you're if you're seventeen, eighteen, like trick or treating at people's doors, like nobody likes that shit. It's too old. You're too old to be doing that. Um, but if you're like uh, twenty two and you're wearing a Halloween costume at a Halloween party, that's age appropriate. If you're thirty two and you're doing the same thing, it's age appropriate. 
if you got a work Halloween costume party, as long as the the costume doesn't get you into trouble with HR, that's that's appropriate too. Yeah, I think what about uh, going out to what about like bars though? And I guess Kendrick, you can answer that too, since you live in New York, and that's pretty common. I don't know if there's necessarily like an age out throughout where it's like you just have to stop doing it now. Like I think when you know, like you know, if that makes sense. Like if when you feel no longer comfortable being around whoever you're with or whatever your scene is in a costume, then I think you're done. Let me let me say this. When and just in general, there's good when in your 30s, maybe your late 20s. In your late 20s, you're going to start to taper off, like going out and partying and all that stuff. But in your 30s, going out is going to feel like you're fucking in the Matrix or something like that. Just like you woke up in like one of those pods and your head shaved and you don't know anything and everything's completely alien to you. Because that's what it feels like for me right now. Have you shown up anywhere in a costume and misinterpreted it and it wasn't appropriate? No, the the Babadook party that had more of a wine vibe. <laughs> That's a great tweet. Yeah. Uh no, I've never done that because I've always been I've always been very careful to understand what what's a Halloween costume party and what's just a Halloween party without costumes. I don't think I've ever misdressed one. I don't think. One year I had a really good costume with my girlfriend at the time where we were Jack and Coke. And I was, since my name's Jack, obviously, I had a just a literally just a black t shirt with a, uh, what do you call it, um, uh, Jack Daniels logo on it. And then she like, made a Coca Cola dress. And we were like the bell of the ball, not to brag. Hmm. What's the, yeah, what's the best costume you've ever had? I think either that or one year we were um, uh, fucking, what's it called? God damn it. Hold on. Give me a second. Do yours first. I need to remember the names. Uh, I was Green Man from Always Sunny, like back when like that was still funny. That's such, that's such a good one. People love people loved me. You like you see anybody even now you see anybody in one of those dumbass costumes, it's funny as fuck, right? <laughs> I, I guess. Especially if they're like <laughs> pantomiming. Like <laughs> Okay, so we were Bert Macklin and Janet Snakehole from Parks and Rec one year. And that was the one where I think was we got the best reception. Like every single person got a came up to us and were like Holy shit! You're Andy and April from Parks and Rec. And we're like, damn right. And then we How saw someone you, else at the bar who was that though. I would have never gotten that. I would have never gotten like an Andy costume from Parks and Rec. I think it's maybe like an age thing. Like you would notice, like maybe a Cheers costume or something like that, and you'd be like, oh, that's really oh, cool. Or maybe God. like Hogan's Heroes, you'd be like, oh, you're that big <laughs> <head> guy. <laughs> yeah, I did. <laughs> my wife just texted me you left it in the bathroom yes <laughs> Can you here let, let, let's let's get her on the pod yes please what the heck is that come in here real quick hi let me hold my baby real quick come on come on lean yourself into the mic all right um so this is the sandwich i had to eat made of lunchables it is what was it again ken jack it was lunchables crust uh, Lunchables hot dog, Lunchables chicken Ketchup. nuggets. Oh You're gonna take the Capri Sun. <laughs> That's the only good part of Lunchables. Yeah, you want the you want the Hershey's chocolate too? No, it's been compromised. The, the Hershey's <laughs> chocolate's been compromised. It has. Will you smell the chicken nuggets? Will you please smell the chicken nuggets? <laughs> no, I will not. Okay, I will not. I will not. Would she be mad? At, would she be mad at you if you flushed it down the toilet? Jeff is asking, would you be mad if I flushed that sandwich down the toilet? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, my my wife is now 
ripping open the non-chicken nugget part of the package and taking the nerds. <laughs> Sorry, I, me- I melted the Reese's cup on top of the hot dogs for the sandwich. <laughs> Why would you do that? Because I had to, because I lost a bet. <laughs> you shouldn't have left that science experiment in the bathroom. <laughs> so she, she sent me a text message and she said, WTF is this? And instantly my, my heart sank. Cause I'm like, Oh no, like she, you found my stash, but it was just. <laughs> mm. Come on, say something. <laughs> oh, she's she just farted. <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez, Louise, I love you, baby. <laughs> oh God, <laughs> now, now it's like baby farts and lunchables. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh my god. Man. Um <laughs> wrapping up the Halloween question, there was a writer on this question that asked, uh are inside joke Halloween costumes acceptable? Like where you have to really ask. Like if somebody no. has to ask you what you're wearing, yeah, that that's bad, right? Like if someone has to ask what it is, that's a failure, right? Automatic no to me. You can't do that. Yeah, Unless you're I dressed up. I mean, if you're dressed up as like fucking Freddie or Jason, and someone asks, they're just idiots. But like, if the majority of people are asking you what you are, I mean, you just you gotta leave. I'd rather dress up as nothing at all than dress up as something I have to explain all night. You, you know what was crazy was the first uh, like when I was interning for PMT. That first Halloween after PMT launched, a ton of people went as weird flights, but okay. Just just saying, not a big not a big deal at all. But no, you're right. Uh, a lot of people did go dressed up as. Big cat and PFT. Yeah. yeah. And I went to like a random bar in um, uh, like Soho or something. And just like this guy in the bathroom was dressed as PFT. And I was like, you, I like we were in a urinal next to each other. I was like, are you PFT? And he's like, yeah. And he like went and showed me his big cat and everything. And apparently like we got all like obviously the social mentions and everything. Everybody was dressed like them. Like I think we had in total something like, like, like 300 people or 300 pictures anyway that people sent us, which is bonkers. Like that's an insane amount of people. For what is a pretty like a relatively inside joke? What's a Imagine what's a harder what's no, a harder ahead. one to pull off? Big cat or PFT? That's a good question. I'd say PFT. Uh, you just layer up for big cat. I think I think mm. it's PFT too because I've seen so many people like dre- try to dress as PFT, but like they just wear aviators and they have long hair, and there's a little more that goes into that. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, big cat. I feel like if you wear the right stuff, you wear like a Wisconsin sweater, you could probably pull it off where it's kind of obvious. But well, you should best. just go. I mean, yeah, I feel like there's other stuff you go as that's more recognizable. I imagine the person that tries to go as the smocking mask, and people are like, "Oh, you're the mask," and they're like, "No, no, no, no. Look, I'm actually this internet joke." If anybody can get three friends together that dress as us three. I will personally Venmo you twenty dollars. I will say that right now. You get three. People Don't do together. this. This is how you end up eating Lunchables. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Well, here let me rephrase. One person, the first person that I see that gets three people dressed up at a party as us three, I will Venmo you twenty dollars on the spot. Here's mm. uh, two two more questions. This one, <laughs> I hope this is serious for someone who has never been to New York and has general anxiety. Which, hey, we we're all there. But here's the part of the question that I love. Do the trains in New York have bathrooms and what are they like? <laughs> oh. I mean, in a sense, the subway subway is a bathroom. That's true. The in whole thing sense. is fucking. What's the grossest I, thing I, you've ever seen on a train? Uh, mm. just poop. 
poop. I mean, you know just, what? No, for me, I see you know like uh, like uh, somebody jerking off like right in front of me, like mm. just right under his pants, jerking his dick off. That was pretty gross because it was in, like in action. Like, I've seen poop before, and after the fact, that's not as big a deal because you didn't see it happen. But seeing something like that happen live is just it's wild. There is seeing someone sit in their own human shit is always very hard. Oh, more like soft. <laughs> Did you see Honestly, I'm more celebration. Yes, and he she jumped into the, into like the like, electrical this, box. Yeah, that's like a happy death day type plot die, device yeah. right there. Yeah, no, it's like what you call what's the movie where everyone dies weird deaths? Oh, uh, Final Destination. Final Destination. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's how the chief season ends. Um, God, Dimitri. Yeah, so I honestly and Kenja, you can attest to this. Normal people who are annoying piss me off more on the subway than like weird people. Yeah. Like weird people I expect, but like normal people who do obnoxious things, like that makes me more angry. Just or or when like a subway gets quiet and a tourist just starts fucking talking very loudly. Yeah. Like, uh, you know, we're all trying to go to work here. Let's or anybody that just gets loud or annoyed when they get pushed on the subway. And that also annoys me a fuck yeah. ton. Like if it's like yeah, a credit rush hour and they get like pushing like, oh, excuse me, don't push me. Like on a fucking New York City subway in rush hour demanding not to get pushed. Get the fuck out of here. Go walk, asshole. <laughs> I did see somebody on the bar above the seat. They were texting and they dropped their phone onto the head of the person sitting down on the seat. And it was I mean, that guy felt really bad. But how the person kept their cool is a, is mind blowing. You're just sitting there all bummed out. Your dish was shit. And then somebody drops their fucking brick phone on your head. Oh, by the way, congratulations to Ken Jack uh, on officially becoming a fucking sheep because you are going to have an iPhone soon. I am very soon. Um, I don't know how to play the shittiest Apple, iPhone. The shittiest you're, you're iPhone? F- in the, the current lineup. Yeah, right. Is it really? <laughs> Hey, weird flex, but okay. <laughs> hey, man, I just need to get with the movement. I'm just sick of not being able to uh, transfer my files over. I am keeping my Android, though, regardless, to be my Twitter and Instagram machine. Oh, I like that. <laughs> why not That's just right. use your iPhone? Because I need the file management troll. That's why. Do you are have you, okay. um, So, wait, are you going to keep. You're not going to pay for service. You're just going to use it with Wi Fi, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm not going to get a whole separate service, although I think I might be able to. I don't know. We're going to work on that with uh, the accounting department. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, Yeah, congrats on that. You're you're one of us. Uh, Last but not least, very topical question. Then we got to go. What would your first personal purchase be if you won the $1.6 billion Mega Millions? Personal purchase. I'm not saying buy your family a house or, you know, but buy an extra wish or shit like that. Uh, like first I would invest personal. it all immediately. <laughs> I, I, I would go to Gary Vaynerchuk and find out the best way to flip garage sale items. Uh, your best, your first personal purchase. <laughs> uh, I'd spend all of it on a 30-minute lunch conversation with Warren Buffett so I could learn how to be actually rich. Would you rather have $500 million or 30 minutes with Warren Buffett? You can make $500 trillion. It's fucking, I love that hypothetical so much. It's honestly the best thing that's ever happened. Because okay, it's, it's always like uh, people like trying to like appear like they're like insightful and like, you know, just very deep. It's like, God, uh, would you rather have like 
so-and-so 30 million dollars or 30 minutes with like a celebrity and it's like i would want to yeah. get business advice it's like what's fucking lady gaga what's jay-z gonna tell you in 30 minutes that's gonna make you successful they're just gonna they're gonna give you the tony roberts bullshit yeah exactly. <laughs> that's about to say it's like do you want twenty thousand dollars right now or 20 minutes free advice from tony robbins what would you, you want? are the give only me- obstacle to your success you you are the one standing in the way. Well, uh, I have $50,000 of student loans. <laughs> so I can't, can't really do anything. You walk on these hot coals and become friends with Oprah. You will be rich. I promise. I'll <laughs> hand over your $900 fee for my, <laughs> for my symposium. Um, uh, so I would, uh, I would probably buy a lot of land somewhere. I think... What the, no, it wouldn't be an island. I think I'd probably, I don't know, like just somewhere in the southeast U.S., like in what? Georgia or the Carolinas or something like that. You're just a big pl- Why? It's so hot. My, I, dude, that's just, you get it for cheap. I have $500 million. I'm trying to make every money, every penny count. But I buy a big plot of land. I would build a reasonable house because like, I just I don't need that much. We don't need that much in terms of house, but like out on the lot would be my own fucking Rob Deerdick's fantasy factory, which <laughs> to this day is my having a fantasy factory is my like tier A A one dream. Like people say, I'd buy a Ferrari. Like no, like I, I, fuck the Ferrari. Like I want an indoor go kart track. I want a foam pit. I can flip a BMX in. Like you wouldn't buy a Toyota Supra? No, dude. If you had five hundred million dollars. Fuck the Supra. I'd, I'd be, I'd be driving a Porsche. Oh, nice. Which model? You have, well, you have one point six billion. Yeah, let's say that. Like it's it's pre tax. Like pretend you get the actual whole amount. Like even per lump sum or whatever. Like you get one point whatever billion. There's 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 no functional difference to me at this point <laughs> between one billion and five hundred million and one point five billion and five hundred million because I I'm not even that well versed in what. $1 billion can get you versus 500 million probably opens up like, you know, fucking the underground f- stairway to hell and the hell private bar and whatever, all the you, amenities there. You know what you should do? You should run for president with you get all that money. Cause I think you'd be the only candidate ever unanimously backed by Twitter, which has never no, happened. No people, people say I sold out. Like, <laughs> yeah. Very true. Actually just yeah, became yeah. president for the, uh, uh, the, what do you call it, The Yeti cooler. Yeah, it's like se- sell- selling out was a central tenant of my brand. Like, it, it's how much is Yeti worth? Oh, could you buy Yeti? I don't know. They're talking about IPOing. I don't know if they actually IPOed or they're still talking about it. But well, I mean, they were valued. They were valued at five billion dollars. Holy shit! <laughs> Would you buy a stake in Yeti? Like maybe like like ten percent? Be a be a chairman. Yeah. I don't know. Like, that's the thing, right? Is $500 million is a lot of unexpected money. And I don't know how focused I would necessarily be in like immediately investing it in stuff that isn't like super safe. You know, like, like what would you put it in like fucking Warren Buffett stock or something or whatever hurts your back? I, I mean, just. Just like you know, <laughs> hurts, low, hurts your hurts your back. Worse your, worse your. <laughs> well, the, 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 with that sum of capital, you you I mean you can put something in something that's so low risk and 
you know, doesn't have like that great of returns still make out pretty well. You're like still going to make, stock. I mean, not even Apple stock, just like bonds and shit. Stocks and bonds. Of course you fucking old, you're buying bonds. <laughs> um, buy war bonds. <laughs> buy treasury bonds. Um, <laughs> the, um, no, but like, I, I don't know. Like people always focus like, yeah, I would invest it. And like, of course you'd invest it. But like, you get $500 million. How concerned with you are ma- like making that more money? Like that's more money than you're going to see in your life. And your family's going to be well off if you manage it correctly. Like, I just don't, I, I like, that's like always part of the conversation. People are like, what would you do if you won a billion dollars? Like, well, I'd, I'd invest it. It's like, no, that's boring. Spend it, man. Go have fun. Yeah. I like spend, I, would, I think honestly I'd spend like two years just traveling and shit like an asshole. I would get a, the first thing I would do is get a fucking amazing apartment in New York. Cause I know I'm not moving anytime soon. Like I, I'd still want to do things. Like I couldn't just sit there and do nothing. Like it would, it would help further what I want to do for a living. But like, I get a fucking even if I move somewhere else permanently, I get a fucking awesome New York apartment. <laughs> Maybe just, I'll become like the cuck Dan Blazarian, where like I, I hire a bunch of girls to hang out with me and be friends. <laughs> you're you're like the new Dan Blazarian, but instead of guns, like you fucking love troll dolls. And it's, just, <laughs> <laughs> it's just you you on a plane laying in a bed with a bunch of like naked women and troll dolls, troll dolls. <laughs> at the gun range with my new troll dolls. Check them out; they're all lined up. You know I keep it on me. <laughs> didn't you um did you really decide between the ukulele and call of duty was that really a real i mean sort of a little bit i love this thing yeah. dude. it's so much fun sorry can jack what would you buy i think that's literally it i guess i think i would just like uh spend a lot of it traveling since i'm like don't travel as much nearly as i'd like to you would stay in new york city if you won a billion dollars i mean no right. I'd probably look like would. fucking like Baraka or something. I, I would right off the bat. Eventually, I would make them, but like I, I wouldn't want to uproot immediately. I would like to continue doing what I'm doing, but to an extent of being more comfortable. Look, I'm not saying 1.6 billion dollars is a bad thing to win, but the the small burden of your life after that, like having you, you would need probably security right off the bat because New York, yeah. you yep. would have to declare. In Jersey, you do as well, Charles. I don't know if you know that you're you are new to the state. You do have to declare. So I'm sh- like, you know, that that it, would be horrifying, especially because we're like we're semi personnel like we're very online people, I think. Right. So I think that makes that 10 times worse. People are talking be, about the office like, yeah, continue trail. No, it'd be miserable. I'm just agreeing with you. You'd have uh, you'd have people. I mean, they've documented people just showing up at people's doors. Just don't even know the person just asking for money. I think it's because it's a lottery. Like everybody feels like, well, you weren't going to have that money anyway. So I might as well give it a shot. They don't think like every lottery winner just die like immediately. (laughs) I I, see. That's one thing. Like there's a lot of well-documented stories about like people winning the lottery and going broke and being miserable or like dying. And I, I don't know. I mean, the stories are real, but I don't know like what the prevalence of those stories are to like other non, you know, sad story lottery winners because it's like i don't know if it's a cliche or reality that's true i don't you don't it's like one of those things where like you just don't know the the good stories you only hear the bad yeah yeah no like, i'm sure people who are fine after it yeah it's not a sexy story to be like steve won 50 million dollars and then invested it very successfully and then now has 225 million dollars and he's happy <laughs> it's not as cool as like 
Jim went broke trying to build like a custom like Trojan horse like out in front of his like Columbia, South Carolina, <laughs> like or a video game company called Green Monsters or whatever that was that was called. Shout out Kurt Schilling. <laughs> Kirk Kirk Schilling. Kirk Schilling. <laughs> All right. Uh we're gonna review Halloween next week, or rather not next week, this week on Thursday. Uh, I don't know what else we're going to do in the episode, but uh, next couple of episodes will be somewhat Halloween-based. Reminder, the Slap Episode 2 commentary is on the iTunes feed or whatever, wherever you get your podcasts. And we are going to probably be doing a commentary with Colby and Tyler, maybe Jared as well, for Halloween Resurrection. Uh, hopefully that'll be up tomorrow. Request, can we play uh, Over the Rainbow by Israel? I don't know how to pronounce his last name, like the one who plays it on ukulele, the really big guy that passed away. Can we yeah, play yeah. Halloween by Dave Matthews Band? Your choice, Jeff. All right, I'll have to think about it. Oh, can, can you play that? Um, can you play Bustin' that song I said the <laughs> other day, the the Ghostbusters theme in honor in in honor of Halloween? Did you, you watch that? Again. You have to send it again. So you know, like in the Ghostbusters theme song, Ray Parker Jr. There's a line where he says, "Bustin' makes me feel good," and it's just a song <laughs> reworked around that. <laughs> <laughs> please watch if that's on spotify I'll, I'll play it if i can find it on spotify i doubt it's on spotify but please just watch it all right uh anything else uh no i think we i think we nailed it today great podcast great sunday pod chill pod yeah once we got past the lunchables part i was more engaged because all i could think about was eating that damn lunchable concoction that eventually my wife busted me for walked in on my lunchable what the fuck is this all right (laughs) grady now before you get all crazy (laughs) all right uh go see halloween we'll review that in the middle of the week for ken jack and trill bless you i'm jeff lowe we will talk to you on thursday how a good ween at the box office